0: Oh, good morning, Summit Church. Good to see you this morning. Come on, give it up for Jesus this morning. Jesus is in the house. Thank you, Lord. Hey, we just want to welcome everyone watching online. Thank you for watching, especially those watching from Baldwin County Correction Facility. We love you very much. Thank you for being a part of our service so much. Man, I'll tell you what, things are happening uh, in the um, uh, jail. We're excited about that as far as Jesus is concerned, and uh, in fact, I was told by the chaplain this week, of course, we have our services are streamed online into the jails, and um, usually they have one iPad uh, for about every four inmates uh, in order for them to watch the service, which is free to them online, and, and uh, they just informed me that they're getting an iPad for every inmate so everyone can enjoy at their leisure, so we're excited about that. That's good news. Well, if you ever had a project that you were working on you felt like it was just never going to get over, it was just like dragging on and on and on, raise your hands if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that house that you've been working on, building that house, you know, it's taking forever it seems like, and you know, maybe maybe it's that, uh, that car you got in the garage that uh, you picked up, that old Mustang, come on, you're going to restore about uh, 25 years ago, come on, still in the garage. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, we've all had those kind of projects, haven't we? The the book we started on vacation, we're still halfway through and still haven't made any headway. That uh, that painting you got uh, working on of the beach, you're going to paint, it's uh, uh, still sitting in the corner. We've all had projects that we started and we never finished. There's actually been people all around the world who understand that completely as well. I want to give you an example of that. Over in China, there was a mall, it's the largest mall ever built, built in 2005, it's called the South China Shopping Mall. And it was built to, they expected to have 100,000 visitors a day at the new South China Mall. And today it sits 20% occupied by vendors. It is the most empty mall in the world. And it didn't quite pan out the way they thought. It didn't quite get finished. Or then there's the Cincinnati subway that was built, started in the 1920s in Cincinnati. It's halfway done still to this day. Still not done. The Depression had a lot to do with it in the 30s, and they just never got back to it. It's actually called one of the city's biggest embarrassments. Or you may not know this, Leonardo da Vinci's last suburb painting was actually never completed as well. If you'll notice, the ceiling is white there. It was never completed uh, they actually came in in the 70s and retouched it up uh, with some um, copies and brown put it brown in, but it was never finished and you never even knew that. And then lastly, never finished Mount Rushmore. Did you know that the original sculptor, John Borglum, actually w- w- set out to um, build this incredible monument to presidents, famous presidents, all the way to down to the waist? How I many know that's never going to happen? That's never going to happen. It's not going to get finished. But I have some good news for you this morning, that we have a wonderful Savior called Jesus Christ. And can I just say to you this morning, in case you didn't know this, Jesus got her done. I got, I got, I got a shirt, on, and I love wearing that shirt. It says, um, Jesus got her done. Remember that old saying years ago: "Get her done, get her done." And I think it was Larry, the tool man, something like cable guy, something like that. Jesus got her done. That's for sure. Since the age of twelve, that in fact, he knew exactly. We know maybe even earlier, but we know for at the age of twelve, he said, "Man, Mama, I got to be about my father's business. I got, I got a job to do. I've got something to accomplish." And I love this about Jesus that he was focused. He was on purpose. Uh, he didn't waste his time. He never got sidetracked. He never wavered. He never looked to the right or to the left. He was completely determined to finish what he had started, and thank God we are here today with good news to proclaim on Easter Resurrection Sunday that he finished what he started. Can you give God some praise for that? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that incredible miracle. I want to take you to the book of John, chapter 19, real quickly this morning, Jesus' last moments here on this earth as a physical man. It says this, later, knowing that everything had now been finished... And so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it up to Jesus' lips. Can I just say real quickly that that, that that wine vinegar is nothing more than sour grapes, grapes that have gone sour. And can I say it represented, if you would, the fact that man's man's best abilities to satisfy the thirsting of their soul is never quenched. Even in Jesus' last act there on the cross, he is showing us and telling us that man's best effort to quench his soul's and spirit's thirst will never be quenched by man's efforts. It's nothing but sour grapes. And then it goes on to say that he received the drink and Jesus said, he said, it is finished I would propose that those are the three most powerful words ever spoken in the history of mankind. It is finished. Can you tell your neighbor help me preach this morning? Turn to your neighbor and tell him it is finished. Will you go ahead and tell that for me this morning? It is finished. Oh, we remember the statements of Martin Luther King Jr. when he said, I have a dream. And those are wonderful statements or statements like Mahatma Gandhi, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. Those are great sayings. And that's a powerful statement. We even remember the statement of Forrest Gump that life is nothing more than a box of chocolates. But can I tell you that there's nothing more powerful than the words of Jesus when he shouted with a loud voice for all to hear almost like a battle cry, it is finished. He wasn't hallucinating. He wasn't out of his mind. He wasn't uh, not thinking clearly. He, hasn't, he, he wasn't like most people are in their last dying moments. He, all the way to the cross, was in total control, control of his thoughts. And he says, It is finished. The job is done. Reconciliation of man with God is complete. Uh, no more sacrifices, no more works. It is finished. Can you give God some praise for that this morning? It is finished. Without those words spoken, there would be no hope. There would be no purpose for you. There would be no plans for you. Every day would be just a mundane day. It would be a life with nothing but regrets. But when he said it was finished, it was an incredible moment. I look back at Good Friday. I know this is Sunday, but I got to look back at Good Friday on the cross when he spoke those words because man had was lost. Man was without God. We had messed it all up. Man had... Men had chosen to rise up and rebel against God. And because of the choice of one man, now sin entered, sin entered into all of man. And we all were born into what we call the Adam nature or that Adamic nature. We were all born into it. As, as they were saying about the, 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 the Adam and his two sons were standing over there looking down at this lush valley. And the little boy said, dad, what is that down there? He goes, son, that used to be our home before mom ate us out of house and home. We all fell into out, into sin, into darkness, and, and yet G- and God saw that. And so what did God do? He, he restored our relationship with him, and, and, he, and he sent his son, because really the best we had was a layaway plan. There was no really ultimate forgiveness of sin. We were just paying on interest. There was no, no paying the principal down. God had to send his son so his son could pay the total cost of the broken relationship that had taken place in the garden. And now the good news of the resurrection is that we have now a free relationship with God, our Father. We can talk to him. We don't have to go to a priest. We don't have to go through a bunch of hoops. We can talk to him and hear his voice and be led by his spirit. We can know him in a supernatural way the way it was always meant to be. It's now ours to have. It wasn't everyone's to have but we are blessed people because of Jesus Christ. It's like the man who stood before the judge and, and he had been a Convicted of a crime, he had been, uh, you know, sentenced because he had some crime that he had done, killed another man, had been accused of killing another man, and, and day after day, hour after hour, the prosecuting attorney would look across and, and he would he would cross examine him, and he would lay folder a files and files of folders of of things that he had done wrong and how he had committed this crime. He had witnesses, he had he had all these things, and 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 every hour, the man that was accused would slump even further down into his seat. And his shoulders would crunch in, and his head would hang down. And finally, it was all over. And the prosecutor said, "I rest my case." And, and the judge turns to the accused man and said, "Is this true? Do you have anything to say?" And the man stands up, the accused man, and he goes, "No, Your Honor, I I am guilty as charged. I've done everything. And to be honest, there's actually probably more I can actually say that I've done. And I apologize. And I I deserve the death sentence." And the judge slams the gavel down onto the bench, and he says, guilty as charged, uh, you shall go to the death penalty, it shall be your verdict, Uh, that is what we're sentencing you to, and the prosecuting attorney and his friends, they jump to their feet, they high-five, they chest bump each other, finally, he's getting what he deserves, uh, and then suddenly they hear the again, And they look up to the bench, uh, and there's the judge on his feet, uh, and he's taking off his robe, uh, and he says, but I'm going to sip into this situation, and he walks around the bench and down to the accused man, uh, and he says to the bailiff, take his uh, chains off, take his uh, handcuffs off, uh, and uh, here, put them on me, I'm taking his sentence for him, uh, I've come off the bench, I've come into the off the high place that I was at, I've come to the place uh, of judgment, and I've come now to receive the judgment, uh, and let the man go, set him free, because now I've come and it is finished. Can you give God some praise? Because that's what he did for you. Exactly what he did for you. In fact, the words, it is finished, is one word in the Greek language. Uh, it's actually what Jesus said, to telestai, to telestai. It is complete. The contract has been paid. The sacrifice has been made. The work is done. I am finished. Aren't you glad that the contract has been paid? There's no more debt to be paid. You don't have to pay, he says I paid the debt. I've never walked into anybody that's had a debt like on their house and they went to the bank and made that last mortgage payment, the final mortgage payment uh, on that house. They've been paying for 15, 20, 30 years. Uh, I've never seen that person walk out of the bank uh, and cry and sob and moan and groan and say, I don't have nothing to live for anymore. I don't have any more mortgage payments. What am I going to do with my life? Have you ever seen that? I've never seen a college student who's now 75 years old who pays off their last college loan cry and weep because they have no more payment to make. I, I've never seen all I know is that sty" is a happy word. Anytime you heard someone say, sty," oh, it was a party time. Says so the debt had been paid, the contract had been fulfilled. It is now finished. It's a brand new day. It's time to party. Can someone say, it is finished for me this morning? There's no more payment. It's like the woman who, old elderly woman, she calls up the, the life insurance company and the man he answers it and she goes, I, I have been trying to avoid this call but it's been five years and I just have to, just ask you if you wouldn't mind, I, I need you to cancel my, my husband's life insurance. And they said, well absolutely, we, we can do whatever you ask. But, What's, what's going on? And she goes, well, I've fallen into hard times and I just can't seem to make ends meet anymore. I, money doesn't come in like it used to come in ever since my husband died five years ago. Excuse me, ma'am, what did you just say? When my husband died five years ago, money's gotten really tight. I can't afford to pay his life insurance policy anymore. Well, ma'am, I got some good news for you. You didn't need to be paying for five years to begin with. In fact, ma'am, because of his death, we owe you money. It's time to rejoice. You don't know, you don't owe anything anymore. The contract has been fulfilled, and now we will pay you. How many know that's many times the way we live? We have no idea that somebody has died on our behalf, uh, and now we have something beautiful coming our way, but we don't receive it. Not for me can't be for me. I'm not good enough. I haven't earned it. haven't done what I needed to do. It's too good to be true. And how do I even know the debt's been paid? Well, that's why we have this day. The reason I know the debt's paid is because there was a man that went into a tomb, but he came out three days later, just like he said, and he gave me a receipt. Come on. He came out of that tomb, and he handed me a receipt. And he said, your contract is fulfilled. And now everything is in front of you. You see, I went to a restaurant here several years ago, and it's happened to me a couple of times, and I'm so humbled when it ever happens to me, but it never happened to me before. I was with my family, we were out eating, and uh, I kept waiting for the waitress to come back with our ticket, she never came back. I got up, I tracked her down, I said, man, I'm so sorry, we we really need to get going. Could I have my ticket, please? And she goes, I'm so sorry. I meant to tell you, but someone already paid your your bill. I didn't know what to say. I I really, I just stared at her. (laughs) What? Someone paid your bill. Who? I don't know. what they look like? I don't want to tell you. So now when I walk into restaurants, I look at, and see who's there. Because somebody might have a nudge to just pay my bill and I want to make sure I can thank them. So I could have said, ma'am, you know, I, I'm sorry, I don't receive that. I really need to pay my bill. Well, sir, it's, I, I don't know to tell you. It's already been paid. I want to tell you what, I'm just gonna go back to the kitchen and start washing dishes because I feel like I need to earn my meal. It's just the right thing to do. Sir, really. It's been paid. In fact, here is the receipt. It's been paid. You see, when Jesus came out of the grave, he gave you and I a receipt. It is finished. And now everything he had access to, you now have access to. Mm. It's the beauty of the resurrection. It's the beauty of this day. You don't have to live your life anymore feeling like you owe God all these things and one day you'll be good enough to earn your right of the receipt. You'll never be good enough. But there was this perfect sacrifice made for you. I'm gonna show you a little video. Our worship team is gonna come up. I'm gonna have a word of prayer. And we're going to sing a couple more songs after that and rejoice over what God's done. But I want you to see, in this little video, it's one of my favorite shows actually, called "Undercover Boss." I love this show because I can't wait to the end, because at the end, I know something good's about to happen. In some cases, something bad, like you're fired, you know what I'm? But for the most, it's a good thing. And sometimes I, I'd be honest. I cry at the end of this show because I see. I actually feel I sense and sense what I feel God wants to do for us. Not only are our debts paid, but we've been given a receipt for so much more. It was just watch this video this morning.
1: Angel. Here you are, a department manager in apparel, teaching me and show me every inch of the way. You were just amazing. I just hope that I'm doing good for you. It was above and beyond anything I could ever expected from an associate. But your talent level and the way you care about the company, you're the kind of leaders that we want in our company. And that's why I'm promoting you to assistant manager. What? Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I can't believe this i giving you a $14,000 raise. What? Ah! Oh, you deserve it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I too. Are you
0: serious? <laughs> Help
1: me. I think about that homeless shelter where you go home every night. Since I left you, it kills me to see that you're still there. This so I have a check for you. <laughs> what? Because I want you to move out of there immediately, like tonight. What? No, you cannot be serious. I'm serious. And so I have on me a check for $250,000. Oh my god. No, no. Oh my, oh my goodness, no. Oh. Angel, are you okay? Oh my God. <laughs> I have a financial advisor that I'm setting up with you and taxes are taken out, so it's $250,000. Yes! Yes. oh my God. <laughs> and I don't want you to live in that homeless shelter ever again. I'm going to tell my children that we're not going back to the shelter anymore. That we're going to have our own place. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. <laughs> they can run
1: out back play in their backyard. <laughs> they can be kids.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love the part where she's so overwhelmed. She falls out of her chair and goes, Angel, are you okay? Are you okay? It's the Father's heart right? in that, I don't even know who that man is, but that man represents the Father and, and he represents all the goodness of God. And all God wants to give us. It's all here, it's all yours, it's all mine. We've been living in homeless shelters. We've been living mouth to mouth, dream to dream. Conversation to conversation, relationship to relationship. Forcing our way out of bed in the morning, trying to plot our way through the day. And our heart is heavy. And we ask ourselves and we're honest in the secrets of the night, is this all there is to life? Is this all there is? Because if, it's, if this is all there is, I'm surely missing something. So the Lord would come to us and He would say to Telestai, maybe you've forgotten, but the contract's been paid. The debt you owed, you know, you don't owe anymore. In fact, not only have I paid your debt, I've given you a check of $250,000, i have given you a credit to all the abundance. Of heaven, of all the resources that I have emotionally and mentally and even materially, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make provision. I'm gonna swing wide the windows of heaven. I'm gonna open up, just open up and receive what I have for you. Bow your head with me this morning. You are here this morning. Can I just tell you to tell us, die? it is finished the greatest thing that you could ever experience is a relationship with a living god it's real it's vibrant it's not religion it's not rules it's not governments it's not it's not standards it's not hoops you got to run through it's it's a real vibrant relationship with a living god who speaks who who impresses who gives leadings who who shows and opens doors for you i'm talking about a relationship and all you have to do, which is unbelievable to me, is just receive it. Your dinner's been paid for, your debt's been paid. I know it sounds too good to be true, but all you have to do is believe and ask and say, Father, come into my heart. I, I'm going to surrender my life. I'm tired of doing things on my own, I'm tired of trying to figure it all out. Today, I want you. So I want to ask you to do a very brave thing. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to ask you to step out. I'm not going to do nothing. But I want to pray for you right where you're at. I want you to become my brother, my sister. I I want you to experience what I've experienced for years. A relationship with a living God. I'm just going to pray with you right there where you're at in your seat. So if you're there and you say, Pastor, I, I think that's the move I need to make. I'm going to give my heart to Jesus right where you're at, I want you to just raise your hand real high. Just let me see your hand. Come on, all over the room. Yeah, all over the room. Yes, come on. Who else? Who else? Come on. Yes, in the very back on my left. Yes, see those three hands? Yes, up here in the front. Yes, those two. Who else? Come on, raise your hand high. This is the greatest day of your life. Yes, in the center, in the very back. I see those two hands. Thank you. Who else? Today I'm coming home. Yes, on my right, your left, on the front, those two hands are in the middle. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I want Jesus. I want him to be the Lord of my life. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I'm so grateful for that decision you've made. And so I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. In fact, I'm gonna ask everyone in this room to repeat after me in this prayer. I call it a prayer of salvation. It's where you are gonna come home where you're going to re- turn over the reins of your life to God. This is your, your cross. You're laying it down for him to come into your life. So all across this room, especially those who raised your hand, would you repeat after me out loud? Everybody say this, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Thank you for dying on a cross and paying my debt, and setting me free. I receive that gift right now. I surrender my life to you. I'm no longer my own. Do with me as you wish. And I thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, can we give God some praise for that? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Those that raise your hand, we have, a, we have a, a gift for you. We have a Bible, we have some things in the lobby that we wanna give you. We wanna make sure that you enter this, this race ready and equipped to run. win. And so don't leave without stopping by the tent after we finish singing a couple more songs. And don't don't forget to stop by and say, man, I, I gave my heart to Jesus. Matter of fact, fill out one of those cards and say, man, I gave my heart to Jesus. After we've finished our second song that we have left to sing, we're gonna have our prayer team up here to pray. If you have any prayer needs at all in your life, man, God is gonna be here. He's here to answer prayers. He's here to help you. He's here to bless you. He's here to encourage you. So with that said, let me pray one more prayer with you. Come on, let's stand to our feet as I pray together. Father God, we thank you that we can receive today the gift that you have for us. We thank you today, Lord God, that you paid the receipt. And today, Lord God, our debt has been paid in full. And so, Lord God, we give you the thanks, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Can you give God some praise? Come on, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the resurrection.